a Good Karma Brands radio station. Scrolling through Twitter here, I'm looking for the exact tweet from uh, Benjamin Albright. He's a uh, pretty decent in NFL circle. I think I did see that this week. I sent it to you. You know, Cap came up to me at the holiday party, um, and he goes, "Hey, this was Thursday." He goes, "Did you hear this? I got it right here." He goes, uh, "Did you hear Warren Sapp?" And um, we talked about this. We never got to it on Thursday. We never ended up playing it. Because when I first heard it on Thursday, when Cap and Hoodie were playing Warren Sapp from uh, Thursday, I thought Hoodie misspoke. And instead of Warren Sapp, I thought he meant Warren Sharp. Because Warren Sharp is like the more now notable football guy. Um, you know, in, in football circles, like Warren Sapp is no longer an analyst and Warren Sharp is more analytical and has, has come up with a big following. Um, and I'm like, well, what, what, what could Warren Sapp be saying about Justin Fields? And then I found out that it was Warren Sapp and he was on Brett Boone's podcast. Like, what more random, does it get any more random than Warren Sapp putting out a Justin Fields rumor on Brett Boone's podcast? Could, could you give me anything more random than that? Well, can I add, too, I don't think Brett Boone was on the podcast that day. I think he had, like, a, like a fill-in host. Was, not it, was it someone else from the Boone family? It was Aaron no. Boone. Aaron Boone. <laughs> was Aaron Boone? Aaron Boone on sat a, in. Yeah, he, he was, was his father. Like, taking a break from the Yankees, and he's like, Buddy Boone. Uncle Buddy. Uncle Buddy Boone was in. And so, like, 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 look, I mean, and so what? He was, for those who missed it, what? Warren Sapp was saying that the Bears are open. It's on your ear play, it's on your screen. I, and, you don't want to feel, do you? You're I like, feel dirty. Why? He's a Hall of Famer. Maybe he knows something. He, I, what could he know? We we okay. Use, okay, we, but I'm going to spin we, this. I'm going to I, I spin it. We let people give us okay, crazy stuff every day. Right. Okay. Good. Uh, and I'm going to spin it as a good thing too. This is good. This is good. And I'm then I'm and then Benjamin Albright fueled this too. What I'm hearing out of Chicago is they're finna package him up, trade him for some other pieces, and then go with the Bryce kid from Alabama. Wow, I did not know that. That's a good. That's a good little insight no, right there. You, oh, you know, I'm I'm in Florida and I hear this and you haven't. They haven't really told us anything. Trust me, there's a bunch of there's a, there's, there's smoke everywhere talking about them trading Justin Fields and going after Bryce. Wow, all we've really been hearing is that they need to give him a lot of lot of weapons. So nobody's ever said the trade hey, deal, but I wouldn't be surprised. Weapons and you only have one pick. What do you do? You trade away that one thing you have for a couple weapons, and then you get a much more capable throw of the ball. Wow, that is a good. That's that's good to hear. I, that actually makes me happy. It means that the Bears are uh, no, no, no. are trying no, no, things. No. I just want. I just I just put it out there. It, 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 it might be a big fire brewing, and you didn't see it coming. But Warren Sapp told you first. Who's big voice guy? His voice know. is incredible. Yeah, would you like his voice? That's not, that's not Brett Boone. That wasn't Brett Boone. It was no. a fill-in for Brett Boone. Is hey, it, look, it, it, I, I don't anticipate that's what's going to happen. 
I don't know who Warren Sapp is talking to. I haven't heard anything along those lines. But it, it, sports world's crazy. Nothing, nothing is more 2023 podcast world than Warren Sapp fueling a media brush fire. The thing is, is uh, I, that didn't get uh, much Brent traction. Podcast. That didn't get much traction. Cap was running around the bowling alley like, hey, Sylvie, Brett Boone texted me. He's like, you got to play. Brett Boone wasn't even there. <laughs> How did Brett Boone know? He was on vacation. He's always, though, in charge of the pod. Okay. He makes sure. I want to know who the big voice guy was. <laughs> I'm trying to find Who was that? And then, so anyway... Benjamin Albright, who does, he is a guy, he's a mover and shaker in Denver. and he's What's got, his connection to our team in our city? Wasn't there something that was, there was a connection from a few years ago when he had Bears info that I thought panned out to be pretty accurate? I'm not sure. He's no. on KOA Colorado. That's the Broncos flagship. And he has like 160,000 followers. So he's a, I, I think he's a pretty decent insider. How many followers does Warren Sapp have? Not sure. How many does Warren Sharp have? That's a good question. How many We're, does Brett Boone have? Give me the three. Give me the analytics on the three. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Benjamin Albright was, someone sent Benjamin Albright on Friday a tweet. Hey, Ben. Is the smoke around the idea that the Bears would trade Justin Fields legitimate? Benjamin Albright retweeted it and said, all options are being explored. Which is what you should do if, in fact, you are a competent general manager. Doesn't mean you're going to do anything, but you should do. You should be doing your due diligence on everybody. Now, but how, again, why is somebody asking Benjamin Albright, unless Benjamin Albright has a contact inside the Bears. I don't know. You you, you probably do. Yeah, yeah. I bet you've... Like, you, you're weird that way. Right. Like, your memory is good. In a good. lot of ways. Like, like, yeah. you, like we, we kid you about your memory, but you do... Mellor, do you remember, like, the Benjamin Albright had a... There was a Bears nugget of info that he from broke. years ago. Was he the... Um, who, Aaron... Who was the, the O.C.? Cromer? Cromer? Was he the Aaron Cromer source? That far back? It doesn't go I'm that far back. No. No. Was it Pace or Nagy related? I don't May, know. It could be. But anyway, and here's what I was thinking this weekend. This is exactly what we want, isn't it? Subterfuge. We want the world to believe that they are thinking about doing anything. Whether or not it's we want the world to believe that Indy could come up. That Houston could come up, that Tennessee could come up, or that the Bears themselves could take a quarterback number one. We want everyone to think anything is possible at one. Isn't that the way to get the most for number one? Hey, we could draft a quarterback. Hey, Houston could come up from two to one. Hey, hey girl. Hey, girl. Uh, Indy could come up from four to one. Hey, girl. Tennessee could come up for number one. Like, we want the world in, in, in that division itself, three of those teams that I mentioned, and they all could compete, can be competing with themselves over that. So if you're not hearing what you want, 
And that's what we were all talking going back to about Ryan Poles' press conference. Why we wanted him to say, hey, we're looking at everything. And he sort of did give Justin Fields the the, the vote of confidence. And we kind of wanted to hear a little more, well, anything's possible. Now maybe we're starting to get, even if Warren Sapp is full of crap. <laughs> Like maybe it's a good thing that we're getting all these people from all over the place saying anything's possible. I don't know if if you're a GM in the National Football League and you're being swayed by comments heard on Brett Boone's podcast, not hosted by Brett Boone because he's off that day with Warren Sapp as your as your host. Maybe they want to know who the voice guest. guy is I, too. I mean, if you are doing your job based on that, you're influenced on it, like. Maybe, uh, you, maybe you should be doing something different. Uh, did you hear on the Brett Boone podcast? You better throw in another first there, yeah. uh, there Chris. Well, because wait a uh, was Brett Boone on that podcast? Was he? Or was he out that day? <laughs> I don't know. More or less credibility when Brett Boone's hosting his I Brett just don't Boone like, podcast. I think we make a lot of all of this stuff. I don't think it makes a dump of difference. See, I don't think it matters if Ryan Poles positions the Bears as being open to it. Because b- having the number one pick, it's not really about... It only matters if you're truly willing to go ahead and select a quarterback, which I don't think he really is. If you're willing to go ahead and, and draft that quarterback and and go down that road, then maybe you could command more of a you know more of a price for that first pick. But the real leverage is having teams like the Colts and Texans right. both fighting amongst themselves. And, yes. stupid. and them oh, being, fighting amongst themselves. Yes, yes. yes. like I don't because I don't think. You can you can posture all you want that we're going to take that quarterback, but if you're not really willing to do it, then then it's kind of just meaningless. Just don't taunt the, the Chiefs because they'll get mad and then they'll get even with you. Yeah, just don't do that. Well, okay. McShay was uh, quoted from somewhere. Did you read yeah. the McShay quote? I, I have that. What did he say? Do you have it? It's yeah, from the yeah. po- so they do the podcast um, first well, draft podcast. It's <laughs> it was Brett. It was Aaron Boone's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Can we me, talk a little game world baseball? Game actually, world school brothers from baseball. It was actually Carlos Baerga's podcast in Carlos Spanish. <laughs> what? <laughs> or was it Robbie Alomar's? I can't remember. It was the Alomar brothers podcast. <laughs> the Alomar brothers actually had the Kelsey yeah, brothers was, on their podcast. It was the Alou brothers podcast. Uh, uh, here, so you want McShay? What would he call that podcast? Peeing on my hands? <laughs> Um, that well, yeah, little they, 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 come on, now, yeah. <laughs> You're in, I'm in, we're all in this yes, together. That, that's good. We're workshopping this. <laughs> yeah. this is mellow, You're in, you're inside. Mellow, mellow yellow with the Alou brothers. Yeah. <laughs> you're in the inner, inner circle, and it's spelled urine, U R I N E. Yeah. You're in good hands. <laughs> there you go. You got it. Yeah, you're in it. good hands. Yeah, podcast with the Alou brothers. You're in good hands. <laughs> With the Aloos. <laughs> All right, you got this from McShay? This was the, maybe the best stuff we heard this weekend about the Bears. Uh, which one do you, because there's a couple. Do you want? Uh, about the, uh, the, the NFC South. Wasn't this the stuff about the Colts, the Texans? Yes. That would be the AFC South. All right. Yeah. I don't think they're going to sit it, too. I, I mean, I, I think they're going to do everything they can, and I think the Colts are going to be the driving reason. The Colts are, like, they, they're done with dealing with veteran quarterbacks who come in and just don't fit the bill. Mm. They have a great roster. 
They do. A, a great roster on both sides of the ball. They have a run game. They have a solid defense. Colton they need roster? to get that quarterback. And so why great. wouldn't you pick from four to one, move up, whatever it takes. Like next year's two, next year's one, go get that guy. But my point is, I think that number one pick is going to be worth a lot. Mm. And I think the, the Bears have to sit there and decide, all right, are we comfortable? Do we have our quarterback? And if not, then, then let's draft one. If not, move back two spots and we'll get Jalen Carter. We'll get Will Anderson. So, again, this was about the Texans and the Colts duking it out for the Bears pick. It's an episode of Three Stooges with Shemp. Like, you need no, four. No, I don't four want Shemp. Well, I'm saying there's, there's going to be four of them. You got Mo, Larry, Curly, and Shemp. You just need, it's going to be four Stooges running around trying to, to fight each other for the first pick. You're going to have oh. plenty of. You're going to have plenty. I'm as long as we're not champ. Yeah, no, 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 I know. No. I what, hated, I, what, what I'm I saying is, is this is such an old reference, too. Because when you got a Three Stooges episode with Shemp in it, it was a turnoff for me. Well, I'm just saying to you, when you look at the Texans and the Colts and the Carolina Panthers, is the first word that comes to mind competent? The answer to that question is no. Let me help you. Okay. Nobody is, nobody is going to say, hey, Texans, Colts. Panthers, competent teams. No, you're somebody's going to do something stupid and desperate. And I agree with McShay. The first overall pick of the draft is still going to have significant value. I hope so. Yancey is in North Carolina. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Yancey? Hello. Hello, Yancey. Yeah. I want to uh, turn, turn your radio off. You're getting confused by the radio. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Do you have Brett Boone's podcast on, Yancey? No. I'm, okay. I'm listening to a lot on Sylvie. Oh, okay. Are you sure? Yes, sir. Where in North Carolina yes, are you right now? I'm in Durham, North Carolina. Oh, I love Durham. Chapel Hill, Durham yeah, area. Yeah. Raleigh, Durham. Love Durham. Love it. Huh? I, I love the okay. area. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Right down the street from Carolina, from yeah. North Carolina Central. In North Carolina State University. It's nice. I like it. It's here in Raleigh. And it's not Durham. It's not Raleigh, Durham. It's Durham, Durham. North Carolina. Okay. Raleigh, yeah. Durham so, is the airport. Excuse me? Raleigh, Durham is what they call the airport in the area, correct? Yeah, that's the airport, yeah. yeah. That's where all the confusion comes from, I guess. Yeah. What, what's on your mind, Yancey? Yeah, so they were saying that uh, Warren Sapp, uh, Gave gave this guy an uh, interview or whatever about Justin Fields to be traded, and they was gonna get uh, Bryce Young, but Warren Sapp he didn't he didn't bring that thought up. It was Mike Tannenbaum on the Mike Greeny show a couple of weeks ago that did that on that morning show. Get up, mm-hmm. he's the one that put that out there, but. What I, what I don't understand is why the Bears are going to trade Justin Fields and watch him come back and kill us every year. I, I don't think they will. I don't think they will either. I don't think so. So why is there so much smoke about this? Because, you know, I've been reading a lot of stuff, and it's just too much. Well, i got to be honest, Jancy. The only person that, uh, other than Sapp is saying what he said I, I did see Tannenbaum, and I think on on Greeny's show on Get Up, 
think what Tannenbaum was saying, it was, hey, look, this is my opinion. This isn't what I'm hearing from the Bears. If I were the Bears, what I would do is I would trade the pick for as much as I could get. Excuse me, I would trade the quarterback and use the first overall pick on Bryce Young. That was Mike Tannenbaum's suggestion. I don't think that Tannenbaum was reporting that he was hearing that. No, and he still said he thought Fields would be good, top 10 good. He but talked he, about he resetting, resetting the again. clock, and and again, the resetting the clock stuff is is uh, like I don't want to reset anything. I don't want to go back to Bustville possibility. I know okay, he's not going to be a bust. I'm yeah. I'm right, right, yeah. Well, Yancey, we're you with know, you. My, my, I was there since Evelini. We haven't we haven't had nobody since then, and he wasn't even that good. You're right. So, like Yancey, so, it would be it would be different if there was. A, like a, a a true stud that was a can't miss coming out, and you were saying call. like yeah. an Andrew Luck type, a uh, Peyton Manning type. Look, I throw ter- Trevor Lawrence in that. Trevor list Lawrence as well. type, but but this, yeah, it's not worth go at these three guys, three or four guys. It is not worth going back to that resetting stuff. Uh uh-uh. uh You like you could if if Ryan Poles did draft a quarterback, one of these guys, he could be prematurely ending his career if he was not correct about it. Oh, absolutely. I will say this, though. If Ryan Poles makes the decision to stick with status quo and go in this direction for any other reason than he believes, then he's wrong. He's wrong. With you. You're the general manager of the team. If you feel that the right thing for you, he's got to make a decision. Make the decision for the right reason. If you believe that this team can build a winner around Justin Fields, then stick with Justin and use your picks accordingly, hopefully trading down and getting a bevy of draft picks. But if you don't feel that Justin's the guy, you don't stay status quo because you're worried that you may lose your job or it's because well, right. of the risk of that course, you're going to take. No, no, no. But I don't but, like... I, Look, you want a court? Do you want your general manager making decisions based on what he believes? No, 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 or no. Based on outside influence or pressure. So that's my point. I wouldn't trade him. I would, I would, I would build around him. But I don't want my, I don't want my general manager making decisions based on what he feels. His no, you're right. His I don't job want, security, job preservation, is. should not yeah. enter the equation. You're right about that. But I also can anybody. I want my general manager to make the right decision. How about that? Oh, of course. Yeah, like, like, that's like, whatever the motivation is, okay. make the damn right decision. Okay, but if he Instead feels of, the right decision is to move on and draft a quarterback, then that's what he should do. Whether you agree with it or I agree with it or anyone agrees with it. And then if he makes the mistake, then you're going to be looking for a new general manager. but I'm tired of looking for a new general manager. I'm tired. Just get it damn right. Like, get it right. I get it, but you want him to make the decision that you think is right. If he feels the decision is differently, that's what he's got to do. you got to hire these guys and you got to let them do their jobs. It's not what I would do, but I'm just telling you, if he's making a decision based on... Two knuckleheads like you and I. I here. get what you're saying. Of course, the process. Yes, the, the process isn't. That's not the right process to follow. Is based on that. But there's a lot of other things that goes into it than just that too. Like what? Uh, well, uh, like like following the other correct processes. Like for instance, like did he? He didn't get Chase Claypool right. Uh, look, didn't I'm get not, Bayless Jones right. I, I, may not have gotten the head coach right. May not. Uh, like like again like. 
of course, you never want your general manager to follow the fan base and what they want. But I don't think taking another step back and resetting the clock over just going two years back on a contract is necessarily the right thing to do. That's, that, the, that's the, a different. That's a different discussion. I'm just saying to you. If Ryan Poles is sitting in his chair right now and believes that Bryce Young is the best quarterback for the organization and he doesn't make that decision because he's afraid of what the fan base is going to say or he's afraid of his own job security, then you get the wrong guy. I I, I get it. Like Jerry Krause was close on a couple of times to trading Michael Jordan for Mitch Richmond. Like Jerry Krause, should he have made the trade because the fan base would have revolted? Or, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, if he believed in that, do you want him to make the trade? No, but I don't think he... you want him to make the right move. You know what I'm saying? Of course, that's what I'm saying to you. But I don't want... you got to be making decisions based on the rights process. That's all I'm saying to you is is that... But there's more than just uh, that in the process. There... There's doing the homework. There's following the right yeah, I'm not. I'm not. But that's my point. If he goes through the whole process and he believes in it from his position that a different path is the right path to take, then that's what you got to do. Right, of course. Yeah, like, that's like, all like, I'm like, saying. Like, of course. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah, I'm not going to say. Fall, like, listen, I'm with you. I think some of the decisions that he has made so far haven't looked good. The one thing, though, is there's enough uncertainty surrounding Justin Fields where I think you could – you're right. Like, if he believes one of these three quarterbacks on the board that everyone's saying could be the first overall pick is a franchise quarterback that could lead your team, then he should do that. Exactly. However, I don't believe that there are. But, I don't believe the that question, the three too. guys out there are better than the can, guy we have. Can any general manager ever be so certain of a guy coming out of college before he's ever played it down in the NFL where you can be absolutely convinced that he's going to be the guy? Because famously, famously not just you, Waddle, but plenty of people believed that Ryan Leaf was the pick over Peyton sure. Manning. Or, and Mitch, if, or Mitch Trubisky was the yeah. pick over. And if, if you have that conviction, though, like again, like if you have that conviction, that's where you can end up getting yourself into trouble where you think you know everything better than everyone else. This position that Ryan Poles is in, it is very I don't easy, but like go forward with Justin Fields anyway, even if there is a bit, bit of doubt in your mind, because you've seen him do some stuff at the NFL level where he could be special. My, and but, at the worst, though. You trade out of that first one, but you're getting dozens of assets for the future. Again, we're getting through the conversation of evaluating the current quarterback. All I'm saying to you is, is the guy is sitting in that chair will never have more flexibility and power with draft pick and draft and and salary cap space. We'll never have that flexibility. I, I agree with all of you about the evaluation process. But he has every decision at his disposal. He can do whatever he wants. He needs to make the decision after all of his hard work that sits best with him. That's all I'm saying. Right. To that you. goes without saying, though. Yeah, Does well, it? so we agree. Yeah, do guys, of course. Do guys make do always make decisions well, based I would, on? I, I would hope so. Well, but I, the, this is what led me to the conversation. Is the point is is that if he goes down this path, he could seriously damage his his the the projection of his longevity in his seat. And what I'm saying well, look, look, to you... Because it's undeniable, if he trades Justin Fields and he picks one of these quarterbacks... Absolutely. With Kevin Warren now in charge, he's, he's on the going clock. to accelerate the quarterback that he picked. 
He better be right. Absolutely. Like, there is no way out of it if he's wrong. That's right. But you've got, all I'm saying to you is, is you've got to make decisions based on what your evaluation process is and not worried about your job security because there's a new general or there's a new president in the building. That's all I'm saying to you. Don't, and, and guess what? Talk to Kevin Warren and see what his thoughts are. Get as much information. Talk to Ian the Cunningham. The and the minuses. Get it yeah, all of course, done. Of course. I'm not telling you what he should do. The only thing I'm telling you what he should do is go through his evaluation process and stick to his plan. 312-332-3776. Your thoughts on the football weekend? We'll go through a quick good, bad, dirty. We didn't, never got to that, too, because we had the breaking Purdy news. He is going to, um, many think, have surgery as he had a torn UCL. Yeah, Tyler. It wasn't just I, a dead arm. Listen, Brock, uh, I don't care that you broke your elbow. Throw it deep. <laughs> Tyler still won't apologize. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Can I go with mozzarella? That's my favorite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, 19 Crimes Wine tells the story of rule breakers who beat the odds and became infamous. Similar to the story of one hip-hop's founding fathers and entertainment icon Snoop Dogg. You may have heard of him. Whether it's the new Cali Gold or the OG's Cali Red, uh, one of our uh, great fans, Matt, uh, he sent me a message on Facebook and showed me that he was drinking the new Cali Red and loved it. You should, too. Try their rosé. It's my wife's favorite. 19 Crimes Wine brings the party. So whether you're just chilling on the couch or you're having a great dinner out, try it today. Pick up a bottle and live infamously on your own terms. Enjoy responsibly. 19 Crimes, Sonoma, California, 2022. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. The good. It's gone! Oh my God! The bad. That is so bad, that is absolutely brutal. The dirty. I'm talking about nasty. Uh, wow. So many stories are running through my head right now. Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Right, we'll go around the room. One thing good, one thing bad, one thing dirty from the weekend. Usually at 4.30, but we had breaking news with the uh, the Purdy news. And then we started uh, talking about, uh, you know, stuff about who will be the quarterback in San Francisco. So let's do it now. Awada, what's your good from the weekend? My good, uh, I could go with two things. I could go with the touchdown passes from Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go with the thing that caught my attention most, and that was T. Higgins' high point in a touchdown catch. Mm. I just, I I sent you guys a text as soon as I saw it, and that just, like, that made me feel warm and fuzzy. I see too many guys trying to even jump up and catch the ball with their body. Saw a lot of that from some of the Bears wide receivers this year. Chase Claypool. That was... Wide receiver teaching tape 101. I'm not so sure if he jumps up and tries to catch it with his body if it's a touchdown. He did it perfectly. T. Higgins goes up, high points the ball, touchdown Bengals. It was beautiful. One day, him in a Bears uniform or uh, something like I'll that. Wait. I'll wait yeah. for him. Or some, someone like him. Yes. You know? Yes. Marvin Harrison Jr. in a Bears uniform. Oh, don't get me going. Uh, my good is from uh, the Eagles' perspective. Could you ever imagine being in an NFC Championship game and and playing a team where they don't have a quarterback? 
Like, does it get any easier than that? That's a dream come true. That's a dream come true. Yeah, it's, Can it's, you imagine being the Bears and yeah. your opponent is with basically without a quarterback? Isn't this the essence of the whole, I want to win, I want to beat the best to be the best? No. no. I want them to run out of quarterbacks early in the yes. third quarter. That is awesome. Yeah. How great would that be? You're in an NFC championship game and your opponent doesn't have a quarterback who could throw the football. Does it make you feel any less accomplished if no, you're an Eagles fan? No, that celebration sure looked fun. Yeah. That was fun. I'm not going to be satisfied unless we beat the best. Yeah, no. there were Eagles fans all over the streetlights. Yeah. They I, were climbing the uh, stoplights all over town. I they, hope they greased early, the poles and it didn't matter. They didn't. I hope early in the second in the third quarter. A running back is playing quarterback for your, for my opponent. Hey, that's yeah. as good as it gets right there. Yeah. What do you? The what best you thing about that, Sylvie, is as a fan, you get to live that game stress-free. Oh, you know by halftime you're going to the Super Bowl. It is a coronation. It's it's the best. Give me that over Game 7 of the World Series every against time. Cleveland every day of the week. Uh, my good gentlemen, it's good to have Kelsey Jeans. The Kelsey brothers will be squaring off for the first time in NFL history as brothers in the Super Bowl. Of course, we had John versus Jim as head coaches a few years back, but this is the first time brothers will... will uh, square off in a Super Bowl against each other. And it's not just some random brothers on the roster. We're talking about the fulcrum of their teams. We're probably talking about two future Hall of Famers at their position. The best in the game at their positions. Jason versus Travis. And two very entertaining guys. Absolutely. And they've got a good podcast as well. With Brett, Brett Boone, Boone right? is yeah. not involved. In He's, no, no. It's, they're actually, it's the Kelsey Brothers podcast on the Brett Boone Network. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, my That's good is Chris Jones finished with the game with two sacks. He was disrupting a lot of that game. He also had six quarterback pressures, which I saw from um, NFL Next Gen Stats. That is the third most in a game this season by any defensive player. So Chris Jones, he was a big. Re- he was one of the best players on the field in that game. Friendly guy too. Yes, and we met him at the Super Bowl. When thanks to Michael Wilbon being at our That's table, right. came up and introduced himself. Told us that uh, that uh, didn't he say Cam was coming to our? Yeah, he thought Cam was going to be a bear. That's what he told us at that point, and he made a couple of Mitch Trubisky jokes back then too. Well, we were all just making Mitch Trubisky jokes at that point, weren't we? <laughs> I got another one. Uh, Mallory, did you go? I did that. Oh, yeah. Um, Waddle, what's your bad? Uh, my bad was, uh, I, I mentioned this earlier, too, the consistent decision by very bright offensive minds to try and continue to block talented pass rushers with tight ends. It doesn't work. And ultimately, sometimes if you play with fire, eventually you'll get burned. And the 49ers got burned as they tried to block Hassan Reddick with not just a tight end, but a backup tight end. So don't do it. It's yeah. not advisable. Don't do it. Uh, I tweeted over the weekend, I am uh, Chicago basketball depressed. The Bulls did beat Orlando, so kudos to them. Uh, Billy Donovan over the weekend uh, basically uh, confirmed the obvious that uh, Lonzo ain't close. Not close at all. Candace Parker is announced that she is leaving the city once again. Uh, she's going to Vegas to be closer to her family. Thank you for two great years here, Candace. It's just... You know what I did with the kids this weekend? This is how depressed I am. I put on uh, Learning to Fly. That is the Bulls' first championship video from 1991. That is how starved I am, how thirsty I am for good basketball in this town these days. 
It's I I I need good basketball, Waddle. If I was one of your kids, I would have left the, mo- the room immediately. Why? I mean, it's about the Bulls watching champion. watching Dad live in the past and cry like I a was, baby. It was it, concerning. I was educating them on on beating the Lakers and what it was like to get over the hump of the Pistons. How dedicated to watching it with you were they at the time? Uh, Mason was into it. Roxy was on his uh, iPad uh, after about ten minutes, but Mason was into it. So. But uh, I, I wish I could watch Bulls basketball. Like, the Orlando game, I watched, like, in the background the first quarter, and I'm like, you know what? They're not getting my weekend viewing. And I turned it off. So, Clippers tomorrow. We'll talk more Bulls later oh, in the world. So we're closer to the... Uh, DeMar was 5-for-5 five five from behind the arc, wasn't he, in their win? Oh. Uh, getting closer to the trade deadline, February 9th. Will they do anything? Boys, what do you have? What's your uh, bad? Uh, Sylvia, I know you've been hot on the NFL officiating today, yeah. but I'm forget not just the officiating. The NFL replay rules continue to be dumb and stupid. Yeah, like inconsistent. And in both games, you saw on both ends of the spectrum why they're dumb. In the first game, Eagles against the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan never gets a good look at a replay because he's the visitor in the stands there. And as Devontae Smith does not catch a ball on fourth and six, I believe, Devontae Smith's rushing to the line to get his team to snap it. That's a play that should come down from the booth. Yes. They should. Guess what? I don't want football to come down to whether or not the head coach has a good gut feel as to whether or not he should call Devontae Smith's bluff. It should come down to the right play on the field. And in that instance, in such a huge, momentous play on fourth down when the 49ers could have gotten the ball back, it shouldn't be about deception and whether or not the Eagles can pull one off. I, I so agree with you. And, and, well, and I think the league has taken steps in the right direction with this expedited replay yes. thing coming out of New York. And then conversely, in the other game, Andy Reid, early in the game, challenges one where Kadarius Toney does not catch the ball, but he ends up losing a challenge because, you know why? It was a big play in the game. He thought he'd roll the dice, and he probably saw Kyle Shanahan miss one earlier, and so he figured, I'm not going to let that happen to me. So he tries it, but then later in the game, the Chiefs don't have a challenge because they got that one wrong. It's a silly system. Do you believe that teams in the future will try to pull a fast one on the other team Knowing that they, that they knowing yeah. that they caught the ball, but will rush to the line yes. to make it look like they didn't, so that way the other team will waste a challenge. Correct. Yes, you do. And I do believe. Yes, I think, and I think it would be a great ploy. Yeah, I think it is because, as Meller said, Kyle Shanahan was left because there was no video, and the league didn't do their job. He was left to reading the body language of, of Devontae Smith as to whether or not he should yeah. throw the flag. Like, that's just not the way that the NFC Championship game should go. Yeah. It just isn't. Uh, All right, uh, Tyler, what do you got? My bad. The overall performance of CBS on Sunday between Tony Romo putting on another clinic in the colored chair. And then on top of that, you've got wrong graphics for down and distance a lot. And, I mean, Jim Nance goes to Gene's territory like every third play. Because he just needs another voice in there because I think he's sick of Tony. I think you're right. And Jay Feely, I mean, that's one of the biggest wastes of money that's in there. I I think think Jim goes to Steratore because he knows more about what's going on than Romo knows. Right. Well, that's because Tony's playing, you know, Candy Crush on his his iPad probably at that point, isn't he? 
How many times also during this the, the last couple of weekends have all of the networks gone away to commercial before giving you any information on really important moments in the game? CBS games? is the worst at oh. it. CBS has missed so many replay challenges, and they come back, yeah. and the referee has already told you what the result is. This was one of the most important plays in the entire game. We'll be right back after this four-minute break. <laughs> like, what the F are you doing? You know, Check time. out this trailer of Cocaine Bear. Yes! Like, yes! Okay, I can watch the Cocaine Bear trailer later. I want to know whether or not that play was reviewable. Son of a... We got to get Brett Boone to program all these <laughs> networks. Wanda, what's your dirty? Uh, my dirty was just the penalty. I know I, I know the kid from, from Cincinnati felt really bad afterwards. Asai. Is that how you pronounce yeah. the name? Asai. That is arguably one of the... The worst penalties in a crucial moment I've seen in any sport in the last decade. It's a Guilty, terrible mistake. Prisoner of the moment, but you turned a 60-yard field goal attempt into a makeable 45-yard field, uh, field goal attempt. feel terrible for him, but I feel bad for the rest of the players. It wasn't even borderline yeah. either. It wasn't borderline. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. And they have to throw the flag there as bad as they were all game. Uh, I played this earlier, I think uh, right after Crosstalk, either during Crosstalk. Maybe I played it during Crosstalk. I love this because I believe uh, there's only one fan base, and it's um, the Philly fan base who would treat Joey Bosa this way. I think if this was Chicago and Joey Bosa was walking into Soldier Field. You're getting selfies. We're getting selfies. We're getting autographs. We're saying, hey, Joey, welcome to Chicago. And um, But only Philly would treat Joey Bosa this way. Bosa! When do the Chargers play this week? Are you Snapchatting your little buddies? No, I'm just videoing you. The guy who's not playing today. Bosa! Bosa! How are those fines, Bosa? So can I! Me too! Me too! <laughs> How are those fines? Because I can afford them! Me too! I know, right? <laughs> I mean, like, the trash talk is epic. Only in Philly does Great. it get that dirty. Mr. Bosa, will you take a picture with me and my son? Hold my son, Joey! Good luck to Nick today. I hope we beat you, but welcome to Chicago. Bosa! Head to Chicago cut afterwards, Joey. In Philly, they're like... different. Don't let the door hit you in your ass. Jerk. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Go ahead. What do you got, Miller? I give a little assist to MJ Aki over here who alerted me that uh, MLB The Show has released their cover uh, player today, and I could give you 50 guesses, and I don't think you guys would have... Kyle Schwarber. Nope. Wads, you got a guess for MLB The Show, the video Kyle game. Kyle Tucker. Nope. Shohei Otani. Nope, he was last year's cover man. Well, he's good enough to be on there again. He, you know, we'll he give is you the good team. enough. We'll give you the team, and I bet you won't even get it. Okay. Okay. They might. Miami Marlins. Who is the cover man for MLB The Show this year? Arise. <laughs> good guess. Uh, no, it would be uh, Jeter. It would be the other man who is uh, no longer playing middle infield for the Miami Marlins. One Jazz Chisholm. 
Excuse me? Jazz Chisholm will be here, cover man for it MLB like The a Show. Condition. What? Yes, That's you don't name? even know who he is. He, I don't. He, look, he's got, uh, he frequently dyes his hair, so I think the kids he may be aware of who he is. That's but how we're determining I, listen, how we, who we put on the cover of the game? Is I think that's the only how reason. You dye your that's hair? the only argument you can make for why Jazz Chisholm what is, is his, your cover man. His, what is his career? Uh, what's his slash line? He's got 34 What'd career home runs. Chisholm. 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 Jazz. Uh, what do you think Chisholm. I called him? I don't know. He's got 34 career home runs, a slash line of two, 243, 305, 449 in his career. That's right, a 243 hitter with a 305 on base. Why does he colors his hair? Why are they doing this? Why do they do this? I don't know. Marketing. But well, I don't. What, what, he that's why Major what? League Baseball's he, got an he, issue. He dyes his hair blue well, from time to time. So I don't know. That's why it's so my dirty. So does the kid in New York. Who? The shortstop. Francisco Lindor? He always dyes his hair. Put Lindor on it. They should have put Carlos Correa in all the different uniforms that he signed with. That's funny. They should have put Brett Boone on the cover. (laughs) We should put Warren Sapp on the cover. What are we, Tyler? Are you uh, ready? Yeah, my, my dirty. Uh, the your dirty State is your building. behavior no, about no, no, Brock Purdy. No, 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 I don't care. They broke his elbow. Um, the, the Empire State Building. Oh yeah, yeah we didn't talk about making that. The, turning itself what, green and green and white after. I mean, treason. What is that? What's the deal with that? <laughs> treason. I heard Greeny say it's because they like to think of themselves as an international building and not a a local building. Is that the reason? What? Isn't Kansas City part of the international? Uh, didn't they, uh, they change the color to? They did at night. Yeah, yeah they yeah. did. Frontrunners. Yeah. <laughs> your dirty is your perspective on Brock Purdy. If you're out there, you got to start ripping nine routes. Start well, tossing maybe, the ball maybe down don't, the field. May, maybe don't tease everyone by warming up on the sidelines. Like you're going to go back He's in the game. Tease. Like what's he doing? Big tease. You can throw with Josh Johnson. You can go back. Did we the learn game. our lesson with Jay Cutler and the and the he, MCL he was a baby. injury? Tyler was a baby during that time. Don't We're you not talking about anything. your behavior. We're talking about your age. Uh, don't you think, though, they would have been better off at least letting George Kittle take a few snaps yesterday? <laughs> yes. Like, I don't care. You like, could have done anything. At a certain point, they should have been like, Kittle, Debo. Gold, throw it. Here's take, the problem. Those snaps. guys probably are not used to calling the play in the huddle. So so, give him like, the helmet. Kyle will tell him what to do in their headsets. Let me take McCaffrey. Let me take Sid really quick. I promised Sid I would get his call. Sid, you're on ESPN 1000. Congrats. Hey, thanks, guys. Actually, you know, listening to that heckling, I, I think you got to give the guy credit for that. The one that came back at Bosa with the, hey, what time do the Chargers play today? <laughs> that was definitely a good one on the off the cuff. But hey, the reason I called you guys is I think after watching this weekend, particularly the Eagles game, I am now more convinced than ever that Justin Fields is the future of the Bears, oh. and not just the future of the Bears, but that type of quarterback is the future of the game. If I'm going to get a guy hurt playing that position, paying him $50 million a year, it's not going to be when he's stationary in the pocket and he's getting rushed by a really good defensive line. It's going to be because he's out trying to make something happen and he's the one calling his shot as to whether or not he's going to run and get hit or run and run out of bounds versus just sit back there and take it. I've seen too many guys, great guys, talented players. We have the new rule now. You can't hit quarterbacks low because Brady got hit in the knee one time when he was in the pocket and missed the rest of the season. I'm not going to have that kind of quarterback on my team ever again. I want a guy that can do it all, but above all else, he's got to have the athleticism to get out of that pocket. Uh, Sid, great stuff. We appreciate your call and uh, we'll talk to you as the Super Bowl gets closer. There's Philly Sid. All right, we'll cross talk with Black and Abdallah coming up next. 
Hey, NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every single time you go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Do it today. Opt in, place the same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. Download the app now. Sign up with the code WMVP. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA. Get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and older, Illinois only. Bonus issued is free bets. Often required. One free bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Studio. They've got a full ride tonight. For the boys earlier talking about Tony Romo. Hello. Uh, America's favorite. Hello. Tony Romo. <laughs> Let him. Team who? <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys think that like Sylvie believes that like even Jim's tired of him? That's why yeah. he does yeah. this Gene Steratore. Yes. A 100%. I totally agree. I think Steratore was doing more work at the end than Romo was because Nance was going to Steratore. 100%. Totally agree with you. He is so annoyed with Tony Romo. He was fooled into thinking that this guy was a great broadcaster. They signed him to the deal, what, two years in, three years in? He he regrets it. He's going to retire soon because of this. We go to Gene Steratore. I think so. It's going to drive him to only doing the Masters broadcast. We I go think to that's Gene Steratore. Gene, what are you doing tomorrow? You want to hang out? How are the kids? Jim, there's a play going on. It doesn't matter. Does, just tune him out. Tony's going to botch it anyway. Just tune him out. doesn't matter. Who cares? They're probably going to redo it from the officiating standpoint he's anyway. start wanting to do it from his house because he's not going to want to hang out with Tony Romo anymore. So he's like, nah, I'll do it from home. Who cares? I don't need to see the game. You know what? The, the thing is, I bet Romo is probably fun to be around off the air. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think that's where this yeah. all came from. Um, as I know Meller is a longtime listener of the Bill Simmons podcast. Simmons used to talk about hanging out with Tony Romo and Jimmy Kimmel. And he used to talk about when Romo was still playing, that they, their group of fancy rich friends, that Romo was going to be great on TV. Because Romo would show up to their, their watch parties and call out all the plays. And do all what he did, like when he first got on TV, like a party and, trick. And they, and Meller, am I am I wrong about this? Like Simmons and all those guys would rave about how Romo knew everything and all. He was going to be so great, and I'm sure that's what they thought they were getting. Yeah, no, I think there's a lot of validity to Bill Simmons giving him the seal of approval, and then again, I think the first year, the enthusiasm and the fact that he was just one, not even he was barely removed from football, so yeah. he didn't have to do any real work. He knew the league because that was his job the year prior. However, two, three years later, now you you don't do all the 
the work that you put in to be the quarterback of a team, and now we're seeing it firsthand. There's a play that's changing, and maybe we can, and there might going to go to the gym. What was he doing when the, the, the throw that went to Higgins that was intercepted? When he like he was trying to say that this is like a a, a game changing play. Basically, it was a punt. Right. It was he's third doing down and long, and, and he's like, this what he should have said is, is yeah, this will go on Joe Burrow's stat <laughs> yeah. sheet as an interception. But You're at right. the end of the day, it probably basically was this a was a punt. Yeah. Absolutely. He also does the, oh, man, that's so accurate, but an overthrow. It's like, what are you doing, swung on, belted, caught? Like, what are we doing here? Oh, the best. He went, <laughs> like, to, the come on. Went, went to the Chip Carey School <laughs> Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. We'll get the Cardinals shot one day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, no, I mean, it's whatever. It's, He's terrible and uh, I don't, annoying. I don't watch a lot of games with the sound on anyway, so it's fine. Well, that's, that's the one no, thing. You can, just, you can ignore it. I don't. I'm trying should, to. Kick. You should be able to. I've been an advocate of as well. Some people probably think it would be good for our show as well, where you can just mute me and listen to Sylvie. I, I think you would be muted less. Than I me. don't believe that's the case. But the <laughs> truth is, is you should have that access. Look, we're living in the 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 day and the age of yeah, technology, sure, right? Sure. Yeah. Like you should be able to hit a button yeah. that yeah. mutes the bro- one of the broadcasters. I, I mean, agree. That's what we did yesterday. Yeah. With the NFC Championship game, we were on. We had a bunch of people on Twitch, a bunch of people listening online and stuff. Yeah, you were listening us. to half the show. I was listening to only half the shows. Was I was it? trying to watch the game as, at the same was time. Was it yeah. civil inside of Twitch? Yeah, 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 yeah it was Twitch, fine. Twitch, great show out yeah. uh, for, the, for the FanDuel uh, you know, uh, conversation we had yesterday. A lot of people participated. It was great. And very civil. A lot of football conversation. Good. Did you guys have a live bet as to when the next pass would be thrown by a San Francisco 49er? <laughs> well, no, I mean, we all had. I had a bunch of Brock, Brock Purdy unders, yeah. and I was good. Uh, he had some Brock Purdy I, I overs. Brock Purdy uh, over completions, 19 and a half. He had, what, three? Yeah, so I, I had was, Brock what? Purdy over interceptions at point five, and I, oh, I, thought, so I thought that was a good one, too. Was, so there any, was there any giving any money back as good faith uh, gestures by any of the sites? I or haven't seen any of those that. those days no. kind of gone well, you see, the, thing the is because earnings have gone. The difference is, like, first of all, it wasn't the first play of the game. Like, normally if it's the first play of the game or something like that, they'll right. do that. But also, he came back in and played. Yeah, that's the problem. Is is well, since, I mean, Tyler and thought he was two safe. more passes. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was one hundred percent healthy. Well, I mean, he came back in, didn't he? <laughs> oh gosh, are, really? Are you on that team? As no, well? no, 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 no. My point is like, why aren't you cutting wrong? No, no, no. For, for, throwing deep routes for refunding bets. He came back in, so I could see like the books being like, well, I mean, he played. Are no. you down on him for not? Attempting passes? No, I don't care. Like, he's the backup to the backup to the backup. Like, I don't do it. Well, you're in the NFC Plus, title I had, game, though. I just didn't know whether no, or not you I were had the, I had the Eagles Hockey every which way from way Sunday. So I was very happy okay. with the way. I was with you guys. I don't need Brock Purdy to play. I don't need Jimmy Garoppolo in there. Give me more crap. Give me more Wildcat to Christian McCaffrey because this is not working. Uh, you guys have been in here all afternoon. You notice that this table is a little whoa, wobbly? Whoa, whoa. Do you notice this? Yeah, what's what's going on? It's always like this. Is no. it? Yes. Yes. It moves Do you think all much? of a sudden it lost its bearings? Yesterday afternoon, we were in, we were in this room for, this. for it's the entire weird. afternoon. I don't recall it being this wobbly. I feel like this thing not. is... Maybe it's not the table, Chris. No, Maybe it's definitely not as even as it should be. That's possible. All right, well, yeah. we'll try to break the table here. or not. Well, break I, it. I hope not, because then we have to fix it. No, no, just send a ticket into Bristol. 
I don't think that's how that it works doesn't anymore. Work anymore. No one right, checks right. that email anymore. All right, see if uh, the table collapses in the All next right. Watch two us hours. on Twitch. Hopefully it doesn't. All right, boys, good stuff. <laughs> Talk to you tomorrow. Uh, thank you to Jason Wilde. Great stuff from Tyler Aki and also Jeff Kobe. Meller. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Monday night.